Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where our good friends, our collective good friends, Jason Dedeker, <laughs> teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. So, uh, Jace, let's start with you today. How are you doing? Uh, I, You know what? I'm doing great. I had a long good. work meeting right before this. I was even a little bit late to our call time beforehand. Mm-hmm. But uh, let me tell you, after that call, it was good. It went fine. But I was just like, I am good. so ready to drink and read the Bible. So here we are. I feel are. like by Thursday at 5 p.m., <laughs> yeah. we are collectively like just very ready. Yeah. Very ready. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. It's it's actually, it's quite nice, really, to have something to look forward to these days. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we all need that. There's not a lot of that going around in this not really. uh, particular yeah. decade, I suppose. And yeah. Dedeker and I are both dressed up all fancy right now in our button-up shirts and ties. I know. I didn't get the memo, and I'm very sad about it, because mm. I'm just in, like, my shorts. But it's also not raining here. It's, uh, let's see, it's hot outside, mm, is yeah, all that I'm going good, to say. Not a good time for a shirt and tie. Jace actually yeah. stole my tie to wear it today. I yeah, heard. Yeah, this is yeah. tie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just nice. It's a color no, that I don't nice. have, so it's good. Maybe, you, you go. know what? Maybe next week, when it's the finale of First Kings, oh, we wow. can do... We all wear a crown. We all wear crowns, I but also button-up shirts. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can try to make that happen. That Some kind sort of, of like suit king, and tie thing. That executive king kind of look. Right. Heck yes. Totally. I love it. Uh, right. I, yeah. Okay. So speaking of, I mean, what what happened last time? Oh boy. We we introduced a very important character. Elijah. Yes. Prophet Elijah. Elijah. Yes, and he's a okay. He's a prophet, and he kind of prophetized proselytized Profiteered. what's proselyt yeah yeah exactly <laughs> he did some stuff um that was fun oh yeah and then that guy no that was elijah he laid over the boy and <laughs> the boy came back to life and apparently we found out this is the first rising of another human this is the first what? like re reanimating of <laughs> another human being right yeah in the resurrecting, Bible. That's is, true, is that, yeah. resurrecting is the word you're looking for yeah i think so yeah <laughs> revivification i think yeah Ooh, exactly right right you and then we this had boy. um the classic the classic everyone loves this story of uh, elijah taunting the prophets of baal and doing yes. that contest yes yes <laughs> Right. So yeah, he was and then a bunch of stuff lit on fire. Mhm. Yeah, so he was in hiding first. That's where he was with the widow and her son where he saved yes. him from death and they also had that little container of oil that lasted for years or whatever even though there was only a little bit in it and the same with the flower. So he mm-hmm. was doing some miracles left and right, real cool. And then had this cool miracle in the competition that we talked about. But we also met uh what was his name? Obadiah the guy yes. who hid the hundred prophets in his caves. Fifty. Yes. Fifty to a 50, cave. Fifty to a <laughs> yes. cave. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that detail. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then, so, so a lot of good stuff. So the last thing that happened, though, where we left off was Elijah had made the fire on his pyre when all the prophets of Baal had failed to, and then they took all 450 of those Baal prophets and murdered them at the river. Yes. It was great. It was great fun. Yeah. And I then, know, and then I... we, and then he ran. Remember, he ran. He he ran faster than uh, Ahab's chariot back to the city, and that's where we left off. Such so, action. I I just want to point out when I was when I was talking to my partner about this story, he was like, "Oh yeah," and Elijah set everyone on fire, and I was like, "That's not what happened." <laughs> but he was like, "You sure?" I'm like, "I just read it," <laughs> but he thought that everybody that everybody got set on fire who who you know all those 450 prophets That's pretty that funny. were the false prophets. So he would not win in Bible quiz. No, no, no but. He he was he was pretty certain of it, and I'm like, I promise you, unless you know, for some reason, the King James Bible says that. I mean, in his defense, that's totally within the scope of reason of what Yahweh would do or would allow one that's of his true. prophets to do. Yeah, I see. Okay, well, wait a minute. Oh boy, somebody just said you'll get to it. Spoilers. I don't know what that means. Could mean anything. Could mean literally anything. We got it, a lot of this book to get through, and I mean, I mean the whole Bible. Yeah, well, it yeah is, that whole book. It is possible that he will set them on fire later, and maybe these two mm, stories have not, gotten confused. I see. But not those particular prophets. Yeah, those ones, they just killed old-fashioned style at the river. It didn't even say how they killed him, no, but they did. Yeah. No. Alrighty. <laughs> well, uh, what are we drinking? Who do you want to know about? <laughs> you, Dedeker. Dedeker, what are we Ooh, drinking she picked today? Me. She picked me. <laughs> okay. She picked me. Okay. Uh, yes, today uh, it's a very stormy day and very cozy on the inside. So I'm drinking a boozy hot chocolate. I put some Kahlua in my hot chocolate and some little Ooh. marshmallows and everything. And it's quite nice. That's adorable. How lovely. How about you, Jace? I'm drinking a gin and tonic. Decided to keep it nice and simple today. But... I have the other half of this can of tonic and a shot like pre-poured ready for when I need to re-up. Because like I said, I've been looking forward to drinking today. Perfect. Now, that Emily, feels like something you would wear in, or that you would drink in the outfit that you're in, like a right, gin and tonic. With my it's just tie, very right. classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Emily, what amazing fanciful drink do you have today? This is a raspberry martini. I, I wow. really do think it's gorgeous. Yeah. So red. With real um, raspberries in it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. I took real fresh organic raspberries and mint, actually, um, and muddled them, put in uh, some lemon juice, and then actually some aquafaba, because I... Oh, boy, don't don't fall. <laughs> I do really like um, the, the sort of nice head that it gets when you mm. put the aquafaba in. Yeah. And then some gin, because I don't have vodka here, and I'd rather have gin than vodka. Jeez. And some some uh, agave as well. So it's quite lovely. I haven't wow. even tried it yet. Here we go. I just had to settle for some, like, dusty-ass Starbucks brand hot chocolate in a tin. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. I highly recommend it, everyone. Please. Sure. Go. I'll just go, go get that go drink from my fridge. For my berry patch out in the backyard. Yeah, I thought me. that you all had berries <laughs> on hand that were pretty easily. We do, well, but, yeah. but it's a walk. It's it's a it's a trek. It's a trek well. to go get them berries. And there's many spiders on the berries, so it's it's not free. Freedom isn't free, Emily. Just in case you were wondering. Wow. I mean, I had to trek to Whole Foods for these berries, so there okay. you go. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I suppose that's technically a longer trek than we would have to that park where the berries grow. So hmm. there you go. It's true. <laughs> 
Wow. Okay, what are we reading today? Yes, what are we reading indeed? Today, we are continuing on with the story of Elijah, what adventures this boy's going to get up to in 1 Kings chapters 19 and 20. You can read along with us by going to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and typing in 1 Kings 19-20. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 1 Kings chapter 19. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Oh, that answers oh, that question. Well, it was with the sword. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's. I feel like he he would just be incredibly tired by the end of that, right? He's just like one ha ha two ha ha three ha ha. He's like, Gosh. oh, jeez, there's a lot of guys to get through. Boy. Right. Yeah, by four hundred fifty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Probably God gave him, I don't know, some intense strength, some like biblical awesome strength to do it. Oh, maybe and maybe like a one really large sword that he could just stick through all of them at once. Oh, wow. Oh, just line yeah. Up. That'd like be cool. Like a kebab. Jeez. Right. A ball kebab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And someone's asking, who did we cast as Jezebel? Have we, we cast? We haven't cast her yet. We haven't yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. We so haven't. We got to get someone real bitchy. <laughs> Right. It does seem like that's the vibe we're going for here. And she powerful. hasn't really talked. She's more just like an enigma at this point. She's just like a... Has she even said anything? Yeah, she hasn't said anything. We just know that she's not cool with Yahweh and she wor- okay. worships uh, foreign gods and has mm-hmm. banned certain prophets of Yahweh. So I think she tried to kill the prophets uh, of Yahweh and that's why yes. Obadiah put them in hiding. Oh, okay, right. okay. Yeah. So Those we, we, hundred prophets. That's what we know so far. Okay. <laughs> Portia de Rossi is pretty good. Dan just mentioned that's that in chat. Good. I do like Sharon Stone also. That's a good, yeah. It's interesting. Okay. Everybody's suggesting blonde so far. Hmm. Is Melania blonde? Also? Oh, Naomi Watts <laughs> is amazing. I'm watching her in Twin Peaks right now. She's right. great. Okay, well, so we'll bring in these people for some reads. Let's find okay. out a little bit more okay. about okay. Jesse. Well, I think I think Jesse's going to talk a little bit here. Cheesy, crazy. Cheesy, okay. crazy. <laughs> okay, then uh. Jezebel send, I think that should be sent. Then Jezebel send a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I don't make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. It's okay. What? I felt like that could have been very threatening, but came out in a not very threatening way. <laughs> As in, you're going to be dead. I'm going to kill you. I think yes? I think that's the deal, yeah. <laughs> okay. Jeez, cool. His life will be like the life of those that he killed. Okay. By about this time right. tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, she will. he will also die. Okay. Allegedly. When he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and made some gin and tonics. Oh, wait, okay. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and said, Uh, it is enough. 
Now, O oh Yahweh, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Well, okay, hold on. I was not expecting that. That was a turn. Yeah, seriously. And I turn. thought that Yell said that he's in this. He's in the next book too, right? <sighs> I think so. But now I'm suddenly doubting my Sunday school knowledge because it was the same thing with Solomon. It's like you think that Solomon's gonna be there forever, and it turns out, oh, he's got like two stories, and then he's dead. Yeah. And now I'm worried the same thing might be the case with Elijah. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, gosh. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll see, though. We'll see. You know, sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. So maybe that's what's going to happen here. That was Is another that a thing that they tell you in Sunday school or a, just yeah. church in general. It's a Garth Brooks song as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes Jeez, God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Anyway. Your weird, like, country knowledge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, Yahweh, take away my life, for I'm not better than my father's. He lay down and slept under a juniper tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. He looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on the coals. Oh, oh, oh How lovely. <laughs> oh, it's your birthday. Yeah, he forgot. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> wow, this looks great. <laughs> and a jar of water. He ate. Well, you could have you could have brought me yeah. some coke or something at least, but I'll take it. <laughs> right, maybe some milk to go with the cake. I don't know. Okay, uh, and a jar of water. He ate and drank. Actually, it says he ate and drank, and laid him down Who wrote again. This? I know, seriously, this is the B team on the translation today. Seriously, mm-hmm. proofreading. The angel of Yahweh came again the second time and touched him and said, "Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you." He's like, I'm really, I'm pretty full at this point. Maybe a okay. whole cake. Yeah. He yeah. arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Whoa. Mount Horeb, the Mount of God. Okay. Like and now some... I see why they gave him all these cakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was like some elven lembus cake. Yeah. Yes. Love it. I or wonder... it was a huge like wedding cake, you know, <laughs> where it really was enough calories. Like yeah. multi-tiered. Yeah. Like right. he could put a tear in his pocket for uh-huh. later. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. That's good. And it's, it's interesting too that it's like maybe the reason why he was asking to die was just because he was so hungry. So they're like, just mm, eat well, and anymore. you'll feel better. <laughs> this happens sometimes when either myself or Dedeker is feeling super shitty. And it's just like, everything's terrible. And the other one's One like, just like, just let me die. <laughs> yeah. And the other one's just <laughs> wow, like, drama queens. Can you eat something? And it's like, no, I just want to die. And it's like, no, just eat something. And it's like, oh, yeah, now I feel better. <laughs> so each of you are each other's angel in this story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Lovely. So we went to Mount Horeb. He came there. Cool to a cave and lodged there and behold the word of Yahweh came to him and he said to him what are you doing here Elijah he's like what I don't know I... you told me to go somewhere you told me to eat a cake I'm just I'm confused too I love that the idea of the rock showing up just being like hey uh, what are you doing here he said I have been very jealous for Yahweh the God of hosts For the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and slain your prophets by the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. He said, I I assume this is Yahweh now. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, whose life? (laughs) Elijah's life? Not God's life, surely. Right, this was Elijah talking. 
okay, saying okay. that he's jealous on behalf of Yahweh because they've forsaken his covenant and thrown down his altars and slain his prophets. Cool. Then Yahweh, the rock, says, Go forth and stand on the mountain before Yahweh. Behold. Uh, sorry. Stand on the mountain before Yahweh. Period. New thought. Behold, Yahweh passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before Yahweh. Whoa. But the rock is just pieces apart the rocks. of the rock oh, are gosh, like right. blowing around. No, I don't know. But Yahweh was not in the wind. And after the oh. wind, an earthquake. But Yahweh was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But Yahweh was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. It was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Behold, there came a voice to him and said, uh, what are you doing here, Elisha? What is happening? Okay. I think, what first of all, happening? as Brady in the chat is pointing out, this is a famous passage mm-hmm. about. That's nice, but why? Well, <laughs> this sounds like a bad trip to me, or, or a trip anyway, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. My gosh. Um, so we're back to where we started with Yowie being like, what? What the hell are you doing? Yeah, I wonder if the like these two things have happened, or if this has sort of been written down twice from two different accounts, maybe here because this is exactly the same. Because so that little little voice came to him and said, "What are you doing here, Elijah?" And he said, "I've been very jealous for Yahweh, the God of hosts, for the children okay, of Israel have forsaken we, your covenant." Yes, we got a drink for repetition. Definitely right. drink. You got to drink till I finish the repetition part. Mm-mm. Thrown down no. your altars and slain your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only am left and they seek my life to take it away. Yahweh said to him, go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you come, you shall anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. Over Syria. Uh, who, why does he have? Why? Yeah. Why does? Why does Elijah suddenly have jurisdiction over the king of Syria? Yeah, that's I guess surprising. he's God's chosen, God's chosen boy right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And oh, write that down, Dedeker. We can figure it out later. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall you anoint to be king over Israel? Huh. And Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha. The son of Shaphat of Abel Maholah shall you anoint to be prophet in your room. I'd like to take your place. Oh, yes, yes. This I do recall that Elisha is the predecessor, not predecessor. Successor. What's the opposite of successor successor to (laughs) Elijah? Yeah, okay, got it. It shall happen that he who escapes from the sword of Hazael shall Jehu kill. And he who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha kill. What? Okay, so this... there is a chain of command here, a chain <laughs> right. of command of killing. Yeah. Okay, so... Is this God prophesying? Yeah, this is God telling Elisha. Elijah. Elijah. Jace, Gosh, you gotta keep I it know. straight. Yeah. Okay. Can't do this. Wait, so... so uh, Sorry, so Hazael is king over Syria, and Jehu is king of Israel. Uh-huh. So he's saying that whoever Hazael, the king of Syria, doesn't kill, Jehu's going to kill. 
and whoever Jehu doesn't kill, Elisha the prophet will kill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know prophets. I mean, I guess I was gonna say I didn't know prophets were big on killing, but clearly Elijah is. I mean, Elijah killed four hundred fifty people. I don't know how many people killed more people than Elijah. Elijah killed. Okay. Okay. It would be cool if this followed up with then whoever Elisha doesn't kill, Haziel will kill, and then it's sort of a oh. rock, rock, paper, scissors kind of situation. Oh, mm. yeah. I was thinking more of a like a recycle, reduce, reuse, complete the loop. <laughs> okay. Sort of. I like that too. Thing. Wow. <laughs> I was just imagining like little Sunday school students, instead of playing rock, paper, scissors, play Haziel, Jehu, Elisha. Gosh. We'll have to figure out how to play that game. Yeah. Okay. Yet, uh, this is still Yahweh talking, yet I will leave me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth which has not kissed him. (laughs) I didn't realize we were kissing Baal this whole time. Is Baal like coming around for people to kiss him? Collecting some kisses. Christian Bale just can't get enough. Yeah. Having his moment. (laughs) Christian Bale just running around kissing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Covered in lipstick prints. Yeah. Uh So he departed there. I think that he now is Elijah. He departed there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he left with the 12th. So he also took wait. his ox, took one of his ox. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Jeez. Hold on. Well, okay, sorry. Just, I need to talk through some things here. Yeah, okay. 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 Elisha was plowing. With 12 oxen, that seems like a lot. That does. As far as I... A very big field, maybe? I don't, I don't very know. Very big field. Don't you only need, like, two? To, yeah, that's what I thought, for sure. But maybe if it's... You can... Maybe can you... Can you... Can you plow, like, 12 rows at a time if you have 12 oxen? Mm, you if you have a very, very wide plow, like, plow, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If they're all in a row... Are there any the farm kids who, for some reason, live in the Stone Age and are still using... St- <laughs> oxen to carry their plows? Yeah. These things? Let us know. It. Please okay. let us know. Okay. Um, okay, but hold on. It's 12 oxen. Elijah's like, hey, come with me. You're going to be a prophet. And Elijah's like, cool. Let me get an ox. The 12th one, to be exact. And yeah, I'm unclear. Was, was he riding on it? Maybe. What happened to the other 11? Or or is it just, maybe we're misreading it. Maybe it's he had 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the 12th, just meaning he was standing toward the back of that line. Hmm. If they were... In a line? Oh, I thought for sure they would be in a horizontal line. I thought not so in too, single but... file. Because that makes no that makes freaking no sense, sense yeah. to have 12 single file oxen. Yeah. They're just That's like really trampling over the one like <laughs> row really well. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the message here to try to figure out what's going on. It's good, good idea. Good idea. Okay. Elijah went straight out and found Elisha son of Shaphat, in a field where there were 12 pairs of yoked oxen at work plowing. 12, 12 pairs. pairs? That's 24! Okay. Jeez! Elisha, That's ridiculous. Elisha Nobody that many. was in charge of the 12th pair. So this is a bunch of different groups oh, all going. so he only has a little two. He's just got his two. That, okay. that makes a lot more oh, sense. Way more sense. <laughs> okay. okay. So Elijah, Elijah, gosh, I really need to keep this straight. Elijah passed over to him and cast his mantle on him. He left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray you, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. He said to him, 
go back again, for what have I done to you? Huh? <laughs> okay. Weirdly confrontational, but okay. <laughs> he returned from following him and took the yoke of oxen and killed them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave to the people and they ate. And he arose well, and went after I, Elijah and ministered to him. What happened to kissing his mom and dad? Was that a euphemism? Uh, what a euphemism on? for boiling oxen. oxen? Okay. Yeah. What? I... <sighs> I mean, maybe he, he also did that. Okay, so he's like, mwah, mwah, thanks, mom and dad. Kill the oxen, give them to the people, and I'm out. And then bounced. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh I don't goodness. need them anymore. They were for my job. I've now got a new job being a prophet. So, way cooler. So I'm going to give back, have a little feast. Okay. How do they know who's going to be a prophet and who's not? Like, what if he, like, is chosen as a prophet and then he, like, sucks at that job? False prophet, clearly. Mm, yeah. I mean, Elijah was told by Yahweh, though, so... Yeah, he's kind of kind of the source as far as who would who would get to count as a prophet, right? You're probably right. Uh, And that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that was just unexpected. So new, fully unexpected. A new player has entered. (laughs) Elisha. Elisha has joined. Yeah. So we did cast Elijah as uh, who was it again? Was it Idris Elba? Yes, yes. Idris Elba is Elijah. So we're going to mm-hmm. have to cast Elisha, and we still need to cast Jezebel. So let's keep that in mind here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And now we're going to take a quick break, correct? So yeah, that we it's can... break time. Yeah. Yeah, it's break time. All righty, and we're back. Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts together, and there were 32 kings with him and horses and chariots, and he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. Why he were there so many kings with him? 32, to be exact. Yes. That's a good question. His allies, I suppose. Did you say he's okay. like a king of kings? Perhaps. Mm, that sounds a little blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in Isn't the, that what they call God? In the message, they uh, call him a king, and they call these 32 our local sheiks. So maybe huh, they're local sheiks. Interesting. Yeah, it's different than kings. That is a different thing. But all right, I can get on board with it. But I guess some other uh, kind of leader that's less than him. Okay. He sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city and said to him, "Thus says Ben Hadad, your silver and your gold is mine, your wives also and your children, even the best." Are mine. Wow. <laughs> Even the best children. Okay, 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 okay. Can I just casting wise, real quick? Someone had Ben Hadad. Well, yeah. So Ahab. someone had mentioned during the intermission that uh, John Riss Davies. They they picked him for Elisha, and so mm-hmm. he's Gimli, and also the voice of Treebeard in the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and Sala in the Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, no, yeah, no. He's okay, but Elisha's no? Elisha's got to be someone younger. He's younger, right? Then, well, then... Uh, okay, but he, as people also pointed out in the chat, he does need to be bald at some point. Sure, that's fine, but but I I don't think he can be this old. He's John Rhys Davies is seventy six, but oh, wow. could we cast him as Ben Haddad? Because I could see him giving some good sort of threatening lines in this way. 
That could be fun to have him and in the movie. And my axe. Exactly. Yeah. And my <laughs> yeah. axe is mine. And your children are mine. And yeah. All your silver and gold is, is mine. mine. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Okay. Jones. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Okay. The king of Israel answered, It is according to your saying, my lord, O king, I am yours and all that I have. That was easy. Wow. Okay. Jeez. This is like Ahab. I see. This Here is Ahab. Go. Yeah. So this yeah. is before the new kings come in. Because I forgot we yes. had, we've had we already set up who the new king's going to be. Yes. Got it. Okay. The messengers... Okay. So Ben-Hadad is now going to become king of everyone. He's trying to anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The messengers came again and said, thus speaks Ben-Hadad, saying, <laughs> I sent indeed to you, saying, you shall deliver me your silver you... and your gold. Could you? And your wives. There you go. And your children. But I will send my... I, I can't maintain this, James. No, do we, it, we do it. Ma- It's not a long line. We made line. a pact. It's not a long line. We already made a line. pact on the show that like, we're not going to do character voices because they're hard Some to maintain. Some people didn't like them either. Some people complained to us, and, and so we just... We stopped. I can give a little bit of the feeling of it, but I can't commit to a full little roll in, in the back not, of your throat. I'm not good enough at impressions. It's not, it's not joyful to anyone but you right now. I'm sorry, my dear. Hmm, I'm okay. only good at Sean Connery. Okay. So Ben Haddad, <laughs> you shall deliver me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children, but I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time and they shall search your house and the houses of your servants. And it shall be that whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they shall put in their hand and take it away. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. That's like the Heffalumps and Woozles song from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, just about them taking everything? Mm. Yeah. It's like, mm. if honey is what you call it, you'll find that they love it because they guzzle up the things you prize. It's like that mm. idea of like, whatever you like. That's what they're going to take. Okay, so they're going to send in the heffalumps and woozles to just take everything away. Yep, poor Pooh. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please notice how this man seeks mischief, for he sent to me (laughs) for my wives, and for my children, and for my silver, and for my gold. And I didn't deny him, for some reason. All the elders and all the people said to him, don't you listen, neither consent. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Just say no. <laughs> Therefore, he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, tell my lord the king, all that you did send for to your servant at the first I will do. But this thing I may not do. <laughs> the messengers <Okay>. departed <laughs> and brought him word again. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, The gods do so to me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people who follow me. The the king of Israel answered, tell him, don't let him who girds on his armor boast himself as he who puts it off. Jace, you got to help me out with the message. I'm getting lost in this weird conversation that's like a game of telephone between two groups of messengers. Can you read that line again from from the World English Bible before I try it in the... The message, verse 11 there. The, the king of Israel answered, tell him, don't let him who girds on his armor boast himself as he who puts it off. Okay. Okay. So the king of Israel countered, think about it. It's easier to start a fight than end one. Really zinged so him there. Girds his armor <laughs> right. versus puts it away. Yeah. Okay. It's easier to put it on. Then take it off? Yeah, it's, it's easier so. to start a yeah. fight than to finish it. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. It happened when Ben-Hadad heard this message 
as he was drinking, he and the kings <laughs> in the pavilions that he said to his servants, set yourselves in array. They set themselves in array against the city. Okay, okay, hang on. First of all, Gimli, perfect casting for this, uh-huh. right? Here's, yes. here's uh-huh. that version in the message also. It happened that when Ben-Hadad heard this retort, he was into some heavy drinking. He was into it. Boozing <laughs> perfect. it up. Perfect. Boozing, Boozing it, up it up with the sheiks. <laughs> like we're doing, a man yes. after our own hearts. <laughs> yes. Boozing it up with the sheiks in their field shelters. Drunkenly, he ordered his henchmen, go after them, and they attacked the city. Okay, so he was just like, F this, I'm tired of this fool. Seriously, yeah. Cool. Behold, a prophet came near to Ahab, king of Israel, and said, Thus says Yahweh, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand this day, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. (laughs) Ahab said, By whom? (laughs) What? Like, who's that? I haven't heard of him, actually. I don't know where he is. (laughs) He said, Thus says Yahweh, by the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? He answered, (laughs) You. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Then he mustered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were 232. And after them, he mustered all the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. They went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions. Oh, boy. He and the kings, 32 kings who helped him. The young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out. And they told him, saying, there are men come out from Samaria. He's like, whatever. He said... (laughs) Whether they are come out for peace, take them alive. And whether they are come out for war, taking them alive. He's really drunk. <laughs> Just so, same, whatever, same thing. So these went out of the city, the young men of the princes of the provinces and the army which followed them. They killed everyone, his man. And the That's Syrians, not taking them alive. No, it's, no, I think Ben-Hadad was giving those orders to take, to taking them alive. Yeah, and, these, and the young princes were not not do right. that. They're just they're just going in and killing. Yeah, okay. And the Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them. And Ben Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with horsemen. The, cool. king, the king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots and killed the Syrians with a great slaughter. Wow. The prophet still we don't know who this prophet is. It's just the no. prophet. Mm-hmm. The prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him. Go, strengthen yourself, and mark, see what you do. For at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against you. Now I'm going to hand it over to Emily. Okay. Okay, so my turn now. So he's basically saying, like, this battle isn't done. He's going to come back. You've you've Mm got to fight more, more, more fighting. More, more fighting. Also, by the way, these, the princes in the message, he calls them the commandos, which is pretty cool. Commandos? Like freaking Rambo out there? Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. I haven't ever seen Rambo. Maybe I should. Yeah, maybe I could do another another movie watching night. Yeah, for the Bible, for drug Mm -hmm. Bible study, we'll Mm -hmm. watch Rambo. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we did cast Sylvester Stallone as Joshua, I believe. Or no, not as Joshua, as um, one of Joshua's, uh, oh gosh, who was he? I don't remember I don't now. Know. He was one of Josh's Josh Josh's Josh's uh, 
his uh, generals or something like that. Yeah. Was he? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's an old man now, but yeah. Okay. The servants of the king of Syria said to him, there is their God is a God of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain and surely we'll sh- we shall be stronger than they. So they're like gods or plain gods. They're like, they're kind of trying to calculate the home team advantage versus <laughs> the away team disadvantage for yeah. respective gods and respective terrains. Right. Okay. Do this thing, take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their room, and number you an army like the army that you have lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot, and we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. Okay, all right. He listened to their voice and did so. It happened at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. The children of Israel were mustered and were provisioned and went against them, and the children of Israel encamped before them like two little flocks of kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming kids like goats, right? Yeah. The goaties, for sure. Uh, two goaty woaties. <laughs> Flocks of goaty woaties. Yeah, exactly. Really cute. Totally. I bet that'd be super cute. It would be. <laughs> but the Syrians filled the country. A man of God came near and spoke to the king of Israel and said, Thus says Yahweh, because the Syrians have said Yahweh is a god of the hills, but he is not a god of the valleys. Therefore, therefore I will deliver all this great multitude to your hand, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Yeah, I bet Yahweh's like, I'm god of everything. I'm not <laughs> so, just god of hills, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna show them. He's gonna show them what's what. For sure. They encamped one over against the other seven days. So it was that in the seventh day the battle was joined, and the children of Israel killed the Syrians one hundred thousand footmen in one day. Jeez. Wow. Lots. That's a lot of people. But the rest fled to Aphek, into the city, and the wall fell on 27,000 men who were left. What? Boy. Just like a wall, like, just fell on them? What? Where did... Yeah. What wall is this? Where did they run to? Aphek? Aphek. Oh, yeah. Whatever city this is. That's where Aphek's twin is from, I think. It's waiting for someone to make that joke. Good. It was me. I did it. I don't... What is that from? Aphek's twin is a... They're an Electronica band group. Oh. I don't know. Okay. It was real funny. Trust I'm me, glad. it was really if you yeah, oh man, a lot of people are laughing super hard right now. So and the chat is just for them. blowing up with yeah, lols okay. and raffles and uh-huh. raffle mouse and yeah. all that. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see. Ben Hadad fled and came into the city into an inner chamber. His servant said to him, See now we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us, we pray you, put sackcloth on our loins and ropes on our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Peradventure, he will save your life. Let's just try to confuse him. (laughs) The element of surprise. He will not expect us to have ropes on our heads. (laughs) And sackcloth on our loins. Well, sackcloth, we know, is associated with mourning. Oh, I'm assuming in this instance, it's very clearly like, hey, I'm not wearing armor, armor and I'm not concealing any weapon, so please be merciful. The rope on the head, that's that's thrown me for a loop. 
Yeah, I yeah. don't know what ha- what's happening with that. But... We can look that up in the bonus. Mm-hmm. So they girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their head and came to the king of Israel and said, your servant Ben-Hadad says, please let me live. He said, is he yet alive? He is my brother. What? Twist. Now, I, I don't know Twist. whose brother this is. What? Ahab, but the king of Israel. Think, oh. Do you think he just means, you know, my my brother from another mother who I happen like to my be fellow... in a years-long war with? Yeah, mm. like my fellow king? Yeah, like my king also... bro. Yeah, I like the idea bro-kings. that it's a twist. That it's like a yeah. Game of Thrones-style twist where we learn they're related and somehow that's important. Like it's like a Ramsey and some other guy, Stannis. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Or no, not Ramsay. Renly. Renly. Uh, yeah. Ramsay was sure. that really bad guy. Dedeker yeah. didn't watch the show. No. So. no she didn't. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, the man observed diligently and hurried to catch whether it were his mind. And they said, your brother, Ben Haddad. What? <laughs> they said that? <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, so the message here, I just looked this up. So verse 33 says, Yeah. The men took this as a good sign and concluded that everything was going to be all right. Ben Haddad oh, is, is most villain. certainly your brother. But maybe they think he doesn't know what he's talking about. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, then he said, go, you bring him. Then Ben Haddad came forth to him and he caused him to come up into the chariot. I guess. Okay. Like, so now they're meeting up. They're on, meeting in a chariot. On the chariot. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Ben Haddad said to him, the cities which my father took from your father, I will restore and shall make streets for you in Damascus as my father made in Samaria. I said, Ahab will let you go with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his fellow by the word of Yahweh, please strike me. (laughs) What? What? Hold on. I don't know. I don't know. A random dude said to another random dude, hey, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. I was just going to make that joke, but you beat me to it. Okay, this is for sure. I want you to hit me. As hard as I can. This yeah. is for sure Brad Pitt is getting cast as this random prophet here. Hold on. Hold on, Jace. We cannot just throw away we Brad can Pitt th- wheelie We nilly. have so many good people. We can put Brad Pitt in this role. He's just a cameo at this point. Fine. Uh, well, That's I'd, probably okay. all that he'd agree to. Fine. He's okay, very expensive. Like, this movie is getting very expensive. <laughs> sure. We could maybe cast him as something provide. else and rethink this, but... I just love the... Because here... Okay, this is what it says in the message. Verse 35 says, A man who was one of the prophets said to a bystander, Hit me. Wound me. Do it for God's sake. It's, it's his command. Hit Jeez. me. Wound me. But the man wouldn't Jeez. do it. So it oh, is very much a like, boy. hit me as hard hit as me. you can. Hit me. And the guy's very like, Brad Pitt uh, and Renor. Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah okay. I know. I'm like, I need to rewatch uh, that movie again. Fight What's Club. that movie? Fight Club. Fight Club. Yep. I was like, there's soap. There's soap. <laughs> soap. Soap. Soap boys. Okay, so yeah, then this boys. so then the guy refusing to do it is going to be Edward Norton. Okay. Oh, we got them I like in our that. movie. Yeah. Little cameos. I, okay, fine. I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> we'll see what what the people say, what the people like want, okay. but okay. yeah. Okay, so the man refused to strike him 
Then said he to him, because you have not obeyed the voice of Yahweh, behold, as soon as you are departed from me, a lion shall kill you. Again, again with the lions. (laughs) As soon as he was departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Hold on. This is the guy that refused to hit the prophet? Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That, like, who... Like, what is that going to, like, what are you trying to teach your kids here? I don't think... Like, if you don't obey Yahweh, a big old lion is going to, even if he says, hit me, you got to hit him. Like, that's not good. That's not good for anyone. Mm -mm. (sighs) Mm-mm. Wow. Mm -mm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is pretty wild. Then he found another man and said, please strike me. The man (laughs) struck him, smiting and wounding him. So the prophet departed, and he was, like, real happy, and waited for the king, by the way, and disguised himself with his headband over his eyes. Wait, what? what? Headband. Wait, he's, well, hold on, the prophet is disguising himself with a headband over his eyes? That's a disguise? With a, I, I think, don't know. I think it's like a bandage from where the dude hit him. Oh. I think he, like, or wanted to disguise himself. like, like a, a cute... Yeah, not like a cute little, like, it's got a flower on it, and he's <laughs> right. like, trying to be all, like... I was thinking more Dread Pirate Roberts, like he's using uh, a mask over his uh, eyes so the, to disguise himself. The message calls it a bandage instead of okay. a headband. Headband. But, yeah. <laughs> That's something else entirely. Okay. <laughs> uh, as the king passed by, he cried to the king, and he said, your servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man to me and said, keep this man. If by any means he be missing, then shall your life be for his life, or else you pay a talent of silver. Did he <sighs> yell all that while the king was passing by? And the king's like, he... I don't, could not understand anything he <laughs> yeah, just said. He's like, I'm sorry, what? And Is this prophet... <laughs> Trying to pull some kind of con. That's why he needed someone to wound him. Yeah. This is like Fight Club, where it's like he beat himself up to try to... But that's to... ridiculous. And so the guy got murdered by a lion because he didn't hit him? What, what? is this prophet's game? What is this prophet trying I don't to know. accomplish? Where are we, where are also, we going with this? Also, is this just this? a random prophet? It is, right? Just a yeah. random... This also came out of nowhere. I... Yeah. Yeah, it did came out, uh, come out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, um... As your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. What? Uh, As in, okay. uh, So, no, this is the prophet telling some kind of BS story. Yeah. About being told to hold on to this man. And if you don't hold on to him, then you're going to be in trouble. And then the guy ran away. He's telling his his story. Oh, okay, okay. The king of Israel said to him, so shall your judgment be yourself have decided it. So shall your judgment be yourself have decided it. Is everyone high? What is going on? No one makes any freaking sense. Oh my gosh. What? Where's Elijah? I miss him. (laughs) He he at least made some sense. Doing something fun. (laughs) Not being eaten by a lion. Okay, Emily, read one more verse and then I want to try the message version of this. He hurried and took the headband away from his eyes and the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. Oh, yeah, you have a horrible festering wound on your head. Surely a prophet. Okay. Yeah, maybe they have like a big like blinking sign over their head that says P. I don't know. Oh, they've all <laughs> P got a P like, tattooed on their face <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So going back to verse 38. Then the prophet went and took a position along the road with a bandage over his eyes, waiting for the king. It wasn't long before the king happened by, 
The man cried out to the king, Your servant was in the thick of the battle when a man showed up and turned over a prisoner to me, saying, Guard this man with your life. If he turns up missing, you'll pay dearly. But I got busy doing one thing after another, <laughs> and, and next time I looked, he was gone. <laughs> this is already a sketchy story. You can't even tell a good fake story. Yeah. And the king of Israel said, You've just pronounced your own verdict. At that, the man ripped the bandage off of his eyes, and the king recognized who he was, one of the prophets. <sighs> okay. Okay, great. So? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like, what is it? What? What? <sighs> okay. All right, let's finish this. We're so close. He said to him, thus says Yahweh, because you have let go out of, the ha- out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction. Therefore, your life shall go for his life and your people for his people. The king of Israel went to his house, sullen and angry, and came to Samaria. I mean, I also I feel see. sullen and angry. Yeah, but it makes sense now that the prophet was trying to do kind of an allegory. You know, do you remember back with, with David when, uh, was it Nathan Joab. the prophet? Joab, no, Nathan, Nathan the prophet Nathan. told that allegory about like a man, has, a poor man has a sheep and then a rich man comes in and like takes his only sheep away to kill it for a feast. And do you think that's fair? And David is like, no. And then Nathan's like, that's you. I think this is the same thing yeah. happening in this story. Yep, totally. That the prophet tells the story of, yeah, this man I was supposed to keep as my prisoner and then I got busy and <laughs> let him escape. And the king is like, oh, that's not thing. right. And then the, oh. the prophet's like, psych the joke's on you now i still do not understand this whole thing with the fight club and need to get someone to hit him yeah real hard what was that? that that was was we, that a red hair? can we look that up later oh. and then y'all have to deal with that definitely what we find in the bonus oh. episode yes most okay. definitely happily happily so it's probably gonna be some you know christian website saying like i don't know and then if you pray about it, God will come to you. <laughs> and punch you in the face. <laughs> Only when you really want it, though. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good heavens. Cool. Goodness. Okay. Wow. What a, what a mixed bag yeah, that of was reading a mixed that bag. was this week. We started in a place that I thought the story with Elijah was a little bit, whoa, it was a little bit wild and wacko. And now it just went completely off the rails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I think this was pretty awesome. I, this was fun. I'm I glad like, you enjoyed I like it. This. I like this. What I did feel- you like the most about it? The Where Brad Pitt showed up. I liked that part the most. <laughs> He's not gonna let that down, Dudiger. He's not gonna like let that go. Okay. Is next week our last? Yeah. Reading. Wow. Whoa. Jeez, then I gotta come up with at? some really special drink. I don't know. Yeah. I maybe I. I hope that this wasn't the peak of my drink right. that I was gonna make. So <laughs> yeah, for everyone coming. out there, next week is gonna be our last episode of First Kings before we move on to Second Kings. And also, afterward for the bonus, we're going to be doing, of course, our tradition of having a recap quiz, a qui. So bring your A game next time, everybody. If you're here in the live show, we'll be doing that quiz with all y'all afterward. Uh, And if you're not at the live show, you can check that out in the bonus episode. 
I I feel like we're not going to do very well on this quay. I'm a little worried about it, but get my thinking cap on and we'll give it the good old college try. Uh-huh. Exactly. Thankfully, we have Dedeker. Oh, am I good at quiz? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we as a team do well. We as a team team get a solid B. We do Mm -hmm. tend to get a solid B. That's correct. We need to we need to keep that going. Like I don't want to get below a B. Okay, maybe a B minus, but no C territory here. We got to do. Then we're going to be held back in Bible school, and we just cannot. (laughs) We can't afford that. We cannot repeat this. We got to keep this train rolling. Okay, we really do. Wouldn't that be rough for everybody? We're like, hey, we got a C on the quiz, and we're actually going to do this book again. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Nobody would come. Don't worry, we won't do that. Even if we get an F on the quiz, we're still going. Okay, we're still going. Wow. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, If you would like uh, even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Bring your friends to the next live show as well. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh,